All right, so let's set your props at the front of your mat. Stand up, and we'll get started. So be at the front end of your mat, feet hip-width apart, and turn your feet so the outside edges are parallel. And then palms together in front of your heart, and close your eyes. Move the tops of your thighs back so they're above your ankles, and your butt sticks out slightly. And keeping that lift from your belly to chest, shoulders rolling back, ears above your shoulders. And feel your breath. Bow your head and release your hands. Inhaling, lift your arms up overhead. And as you exhale, bending your knees, fold forward for standing forward bend. And just bend your knees enough to touch every fingertip. And then keep your knees as bent as they are. Lift up until your back is flat, hands on your shins. And then exhale, fold down. Again, keeping your knees bent, slide up your shins till your back is flat. Sticking your chest out and exhaling, fold down. Inhaling, flat back again and exhaling, fold. And then inhaling all the way up to standing, arms wide, lifting up. Keep your heels heavy as you slightly back bend. And then keeping your legs straight, exhale, fold forward, standing forward bend. Using the blocks if you can't touch every finger to the floor. With straight legs, slide up your legs till your back is flat. Stick your butt and chest out. And exhaling, fold. Inhaling, sliding up again, flat back. Firm your thigh muscles. And exhaling, fold. Inhaling, up again, flat back. Stick your butt up, chest out. And exhale, fold. And inhaling all the way back to standing. Arms wide as you lift. Baby back bend, putting weight to the heels. And then exhaling, chair pose, bending your knees, touch the floor next to your feet. And then inhaling, lift your chest and arms. Lean your butt way back, sticking your butt out, stick your chest out. And then exhale, touch the floor blocks, then straighten your legs. Then keeping your legs straight, slide up to a flat back. Shoulders rolled back. And exhale, fold. Release your head in. Inhaling all the way back up to standing. Arms wide, flat back as you come up. Little back bend. And exhale, chair pose. Bending your knees, lean your butt back. And then inhale, lift up through your chest and arms. Exhale, touch the blocks or floor, then straighten your legs. Keeping your legs straight, slide up, flat back. And exhaling, fold. And inhaling, bend your knees, touch the floor, look forward. And then exhale your left, uh, right foot back. Fingers scoot back in line with your front ankle. And stand tall on your fingers. 
Back leg straight, chest forward. And then step your right foot forward and take the left one back, other side. Get enough split between the legs so your right knee is above your ankle and the right thigh bone is level with the floor. Then press back through your left heel and draw forward through your chest. And then downward facing dog, stepping back. Have your feet a little wider than your hips. Heels turned out so your feet are like what we started with, outside edges parallel. Bend your knees a little bit and as you keep your knees bent, Lift your tailbone up so your low back flattens more. Then press your hips and chest back and keeping your low back flattening, straighten your legs. Keep your feet where they are, but bring your hands way up here to the longer dog. That's it, uh-huh. Then bending one knee, stretch your straight leg heel toward the floor, keeping your tailbone lifted up. And then switch legs. And then first leg again, and then second leg, and then both legs reaching, tailbone up. And as you inhale, lift your left leg up in the air. Bend that knee and twist your left side up, look under your left arm. And then exhale, left foot between your hands <clears throat> for a lunge, ankle under the knee. So once your front leg is set, put your back foot flat. So the heels are hip width apart, not in line. And turn your right foot, the back foot, so the toes look at the front wall. So it's a deep turn of the whole foot. Then keep your legs as is. Open your arms out and lift up warrior one, Virbhadrasana. As you reach up, turn your hips forward. If, if they won't turn, your back foot needs to turn more forward to allow it. Now grab your right wrist. Your right thumb is pointing behind you. Reach and pull that arm up. And as you reach through that arm, <clears throat> stick your butt out a little bit and turn your right hip forward, the left one backward. And then exhaling, smoothly bring it back to the floor and back to downward dog. And on the next breath in, raise your right leg, bend and twist up. And exhaling, right foot between your hands. Help it up if it doesn't quite make it. Ankle underneath and flatten your back foot so the heels are hip width apart. So that your right heel is on the right side of your mat, left's on the left. Turn the left toes toward the front wall deeply. And if you can't quite do it, shorten your stance slightly so you can. Then keeping your legs steady, inhaling, open the arms and lift up, Virbhadrasana one. Thumbs looking back. Grab your left wrist. Reach and pull up so that left shoulder blade gets taller. So on your back foot, everyone turn your toes all the way out to the left. And now try to turn your hips forward. Can you do it? So keep the big toe ball on the floor and pivot the heel back so that your pelvis can turn. Let your tailbone stick out more so that your back actually curves in. That feel better on the hips? Good, exhaling, slowly bring it back to the floor. Downward facing dog. 
Then inhale, upper push-up, shoulders above your wrists, hips at shoulder level. Then engage your abs strongly. Then you can keep your knees up or put them on the floor to make it easier, but lower down, elbows and shoulders squeeze in. And once you land, point your feet. Take your feet a little wider than your hips. Scoot your hands back under the elbows. And then with your shoulders back, press your feet and hands to come all the way up to Cobra, straightening your arms. Flatten your toenails, each and every one. Shoulder blades squeezing closer. And then draw your belly in to lift up to hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward facing dog. Now keep your dog pose long so your hands are far away from your feet. So you have a Dotson dog pose. Roll over onto the outside of your left foot. Just let the foot roll over onto the whole outside edge. And step your right foot up in line with your hip. Step the foot out and turn the foot out. Then press into the floor with your right foot and lift your hips, right hand on your hip. And roll your shoulder back, lean your head and shoulders all backward. Then if you're steady, top arm can lift, working on lifting your hips even more. Then keep the hips going up as you bring your hand down to downward dog. And then roll to the outside of your right heel. Keep your shoulders back so that you never bring the shoulder over the wrist, but it's behind. Left foot steps up and out, toes out. Then pressing the floor, lift hand to hip, lean back. Turn your nose to look down at your hand on the floor. Bring your shoulders and your face over toward the baby finger side. So you really arch back. Then take the top arm up. Use that foot in front of you to go up with the hips. And keep that lift, exhaling. Bring your hand back, downward dog. Tailbone lifted. Draw your low back in deeply. And then on an inhalation, lift your left leg up again. Bend that knee and twist upward. And then exhaling, left foot to the lunge. Swing it forward between your hands. Help it up. Get the ankle under the knee. Now put the back foot flat. This time, do line the heels up. Put them on the same line. The back foot is slightly, slightly turned forward. Then keep the legs in this shape. Sweep up sideways, right arm going up by your ear to come up warrior two. Now check out your front leg. From hip to knee to ankle, bring them in one line forward by turning the hips a little toward the front knee so you can roll the knee more open. Then bend your elbows in front of you, dip your left elbow underneath and reach up for the inside of the top hand. Then lift your elbows off your chest, hands away from your eyes. But don't forget the front knee opening, the front leg in one line. Then draw your belly backward, and as you do, take your right thigh backward with you, turning the hips slightly toward the front knee. Breathe. One more breath between the shoulder blades, broadening. And then inhaling, open the arms slowly out 
and then exhale, cartwheel the arms over and down to the floor, downward dog. Then on the next breath in, raise your right leg, bend and twist up, and exhaling, bring the foot to the lunge. Set the heels in line, back toes a little forward. Once you're set, keep your legs the same as you come up slowly to Virbhadrasana 2, Warrior 2 pose. With the front leg, if the pelvis is turned too much <clears throat> toward the back leg and you're not that flexible in the inside, the knee will veer in, no matter how hard you push. So turn the pelvis, turn it so the front leg lines up but your chest turns the opposite way. Hips go one way, chest the other. And bend the arms in front. Keep the arms, don't twist the wrist, just stay like that. Dip the right arm under and reach up for the inside of the top hand. So the palms face away, they don't try to turn. Then elbows up, hands away from your eyes. Breathe, turn your palms away from each other. Bingo, like that. Lift the elbows, open the front knee. Feel your breath. Inhaling through the shoulder blades, broadening them a little more. And then on the next inhale, open the arms. As you exhale, swim the arms over and down, circle them to the floor, downward dog. On the inhale, upper push up, knees up or down, and lower down. Elbows come into your sides as you lower. Good. Once you land, point your feet, hands under elbows. Inhaling, slowly press to cobra, rooting your toenails and the fingerprints. Root down. Shoulders back, chest open. And belly in. Lift to hands and knees. And inhale, downward dog. All right, now roll to the outside of the left foot again. Remember your shoulder, left shoulder is behind the wrist. Now, you can step the foot in front of you again, if that's enough challenge. Otherwise, stack the feet so only the left foot touches the floor. And bring your hand to hip, lean back. If you're stacking your feet, flex your feet so the toes pull up towards your knee and shin. And lift the left hip. Lean your shoulders and ears back. Top arm up if you're feeling steady to do so. And then lift the hips even more as you bring the hand back down to downward dog. And then roll to the outside of the right foot. Place the feet in the same setup. Keep your hips high, therefore you don't have to lift them up again. Bring your left hand to your hip when you're ready. And then lean back. If you're stacking, straight legs, squeeze them as if they're one big leg. <clears throat> pulling your toes up, especially the baby toes. Pull them up towards your knees so they're closer than the insides of your feet. Top arm can go up if you feel that's appropriate. Inhaling, hips even higher as the arm goes over and down, downward dog. Breathe, lift through your tailbone. <clears throat> Make your back, middle and lower back, a little more flat. Root your the heels of your hands, the knuckles of your hands, the fingertips root to the floor to lift higher. And inhaling, lift your left leg. Bend and twist up. And exhale, bring it forward. 
<clears throat> this time, keep the back heel in the air so that the heel is up and a little turned out to the side, just slightly. Then keep your legs as is. Open the arms like a T-shape, straight out, and then slowly lift your chest up, arms staying open. Then reach behind you, interlace your fingers. Shoulders back, and then stretch your arms back. For many of you, the back heel is turning in, and therefore the balance is gonna wobble. Turn the back heel out so the back knee turns in, so you're on the, the front of the leg looking at the floor. And lift your belly and chest. And then exhale, slowly release it down, downward dog. Breathe. And on the next breath in, raise your right leg. Bend and twist up. And exhale forward into the lunge. The feet are hip width apart. Back knee turning in, heel slightly out. Once you're steady, open the arms. Then with an inhalation, lift your chest up so the shoulders are more above the hips. Then reach behind you, weird interlace. So the other thumb on the outside. Then shoulders back, then stretching back. Lift your belly and chest. Pelvis facing forward. So you draw the right leg deeper into the hip. Draw the left hip away from the back leg. And then exhaling, slowly release it down to the floor and to downward dogs. Inhaling, upper push up, knees up or down, exhaling lower down. When you land, point your feet, hands under elbows. On the inhale, slowly lift to cobra. Letting your back really bend inward. Shoulders rolling back. And inhaling, belly in, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward dog. And then exhaling. Roll onto the outside of your left heel. Just roll it over. And then right foot can go either in front of you again, stack the feet behind your head, whatever position you want with the right leg. Be creative, bring your hand to your hip. But watch, don't bring the left shoulder above your wrist. If it's vertical, the joint space isn't lined up. Keep the angle between your left arm and your torso 90 degrees. But lean back with your upper body regardless. And then bring it back, downward dog. Go to the other side. Keep your shoulders back. Think you're doing down dog sideways. Place the left foot the same way you did for the first side and lean back, hips up. Bring your ears back so they're not forward of your shoulders. There's a tendency to throw your head forward as a means to feel like you have more strength and stability, but instead it just strains. Lean your head back, open your chest and then bring it back, downward dog. And then looking forward, slight bend of the knees, step or jump to the front for standing forward bend. Feet hip width, outer edges parallel. Using blocks if needed. Press every fingerprint into the blocks or floor and keeping that imprint, bend your elbows a little bit sideways. 
and send the top of your head straight down toward the floor. Yeah, then inhaling, bend your knees, touch the floor, look forward, flat back. And exhaling, step your right foot back to a lunge. Again, back foot flat, line up your heels. Toes are slightly turned in, so you have a slight turn of the foot. Now make sure before you go any further that the right, or excuse me, left knee and left hip are the same height, meaning your hip is as low as your knee. And place a block touching the outside of your left foot. Turn it tall because you can always turn it lower. Put your left fingers on the block, but don't put your palm on it. Be more on fingertips. Then bring your other hand to your hip. Then lift and turn your chest toward the ceiling, but with your hand on your hip, turn your, left hip, uh, your right hip bone a little bit forward, a little bit down. Remember how I kind of talked in Warrior Two? the pelvis was turning forward, the spine, chest turning the other way? Put this flat on the floor, like that. Good, now keep the chest lifted, straighten the front leg, but as you straighten it, you should keep the back. The back stays arching in, not rounding. So accommodate with the height of the block so that that's happening. When the leg goes all the way straight, see that the middle line of your leg, the front of your entire leg, looks toward the center of your foot. Then turning your chest up, lift the top arm. But firm your kneecaps. Don't let your kneecaps droop so that they would be wobbly, but draw up, firm the thighs. Legs all the way straight. Then wrap your right arm behind your back toward your left leg, but not so far your chest sinks in. Keep your chest open. And roll that shoulder and elbow gently backward. Every breath in, can you lift the breastbone more away from your belly? And can you, on the exhalation, keep that lift as your chest turns up, the breastbone turns more toward the ceiling. And then unhook the back arm, reaching it up again. And then bend the front knee back. And then come back into a lunge, bringing your right hand on the other block. So you have two blocks. Turn them tall. Back heel is turning up, so it's basic lunge. Stand tall on the blocks, turn the pelvis equally to face forward. Now lift your chest, stick your butt up, chest out. Keep the hips as is, don't let them twist, straighten your front leg. Push the foot like you're on a gas pedal, pressing down to accelerate. But as you do, keep the left hip moving more backward, the right one more forward. Breathe, lift your tailbone and breastbone, making your back body more curved in. And just feel how a week without yoga possibly has created some interesting karma. <laughs> Move the right-handed block against the inside of your ankle so that your hand keeps the ankle or the block in place but ankle squeezes the block so that there's no wobbling. Then put your left hand on your left hip. Keep your legs as is so you're not letting them rotate in or out. 
but with your hand on your pelvis, do turn the pelvis, taking the left side up, the right side down. Now, I'd shorten the stance a bit more so your back foot's about a foot forward. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then straighten the front leg. Uh -huh. And as you turn, think of trying to turn your pubic bone to have a staring contest with your inner thigh, inner left thigh. Left shoulder rolling up and back, so you're trying to work towards stacking shoulders. But if you feel the front foot wavering, ankle needs to squeeze maybe a little more toward the block to find that stability. And very slowly, keep the twist, just bend the front knee back toward a lunge, so you're in a twisting lunge shape. Then undo the twist, coming down to the floor, and then step forward, standing forward bend with a sigh of relief. Relax your neck. Then inhaling, bend your knees, touch the floor, look forward. Step your left foot back. Have your blocks within reach, but put the right hand block against the outer ankle. Back foot flat, heels in line. Then fingertips on the right-handed block other hand up on your hip, turn your chest toward the ceiling. But as you turn it, turn the left hip bone slightly down. It's anatomically impossible to turn your pelvis to face straight on, straight out, and keep the front leg turned out. This won't happen. So keep a little twist down of the pelvis and straighten the front leg, keeping your chest up and lifted. Once your leg is straight, see that the very front middle of the leg is looking at the center of your foot. Then keep that in line, roll your heart up, lift the top arm up. Thumb directly above your left ear, so there's a vertical line up and down. And breathe. So straighten the right knee all the way. Front one. Yeah, for triangle. Breathe. Soften your face, it won't help you do the pose. Turn your back toes just a touch more forward. Yeah, so you just kind of angle the foot in, just like that. Breathe. Turn the organs of your belly upward toward the lift of the left arm. And wrap the left arm around your back now without your chest caving in. What will help you here is to keep that slight turn of the pelvis downward. That left hip bone is in front of the right one. The right one's pulling a little back. Then roll your heart open, squeezing the left shoulder blade gently in. Bring your ears back with the shoulders. Soft breath. And again, as the inhale comes in, create more room by lifting the bottom of the breastbone away from your belly. And then with the exhale, keep it as you turn it up toward the ceiling. Soft breath. And then unhook the back arm very slowly. Reach it upward. And then keep reaching, but bend the front knee. And then bring your left hand down to the other block. Turn the back heel straight up. Hips even and level across the back. And then with a flat back, lifting your chest, straighten the front leg for Parshvottanasana. Intense stretch to the one side of your body. Lift the back heel, turning it a little out, knee a little in. 
So it's almost like you're teasing your pelvis and your legs, like you're getting ready to do the twisting version of triangle, but you're just not ready to go there yet. Lift tall and light on your fingers. <clears throat> Get more height so that your back is not rounding. There's more of a canal, a, a dip between the two sides of your back. Now shift the left-handed block touching the inner ankle. Press the inside of your foot down so you can really squeeze the ankle and block together. Then put your right hand on your right hip and then pause. Keep the legs steady so that they're not going to waver on you or turn. Keep the legs straight and strong, but now start to lift the right pelvis toward the ceiling and backward away from the front of your mat. Turn the left one down and a little forward. And as you turn, you're going to find the outside of your right leg, but find it with curiosity, not judgment. Trying to roll the right shoulder up and back over the left. One way to work this is to think of trying to push your feet away from the center of your mat to give your tailbone more space to lift and for the legs to st stabilize you a bit more. Breathe. Keep the back leg as strong as you're working the front leg. Now keep twisting. Bend the front knee into a lunge shape. It's almost over. <laughs> then undo the twist. Hand comes down, downward dog. Stretch and see if down dog has any difference in how it feels. Inhaling, upper push-up. Exhaling, lower it down. Once you land, point your feet, hands back under elbows, shoulders back, flatten your toenails and keep them flat as you come up to Cobra. Keep your shoulders and elbows back and towards your sides. Mm -hmm. Really puff the chest, expand your rib cage so that it's like a deep breath coming in. You can really open the front. And then inhaling, belly in, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward facing dog. And then exhaling, lower your knees to the floor. Bring your elbows to the floor. Interlace your fingers to make a fist. Move the fist to the front end of your mat so you have plenty of space. And scoot your elbows a little bit closer than shoulder width. So the inner elbows are not really touching the floor. It's the middle and outer elbow that's touching. Then sink a little in your shoulder so you flatten your upper back. Keep that sense of flatness, that moving in, and tuck your toes, and then inhaling, lift into a down dog on your elbows. Bring your elbows a little closer Thank you. To, together. Oh, that's, that's fine. So bring them closer. Oh, Just make sure you don't get your hair caught under your arm. And then lifting up, be up on your tiptoes, stretch your legs. So it's down dog, but you're in the, what I call the third downward dog, third version, with headstand arms. So as you lift up on your tiptoes, use your legs to draw your pelvis higher, to lift the tailbone higher. And then also use your arms as you press your fist and forearms. Use your shoulder blades like two hands pressing your heart towards your legs and helping to lift the hips even more. So that your chest moves away from your hands. 
your upper back moves away from your hands to stretch open your armpits. Then rock your shoulders forward as far as you want. Just be able to get back to the down dog version. Keeping your legs straight, keeping your belly in, just rocking back and forth. And you can adapt the feet forward or back if you need to so it's more of a possibility. But you can go as far as your face touching the floor in front of your fist. You can also go one inch forward, one inch back. There's no right or wrong way of how far you need to go forward. Good. Then the next time you rock forward, bring your shoulders above elbow, but no further. And then walk your feet back until your butt is at, at shoulder level. So you're in one level line. So butt down. Drop your head, pull your head towards your belly. Engage your abs like you're doing a little bit of a crunch and let your abs vibrate your body. If it's not vibrating, butt down more and you'll find the spot. It'll, it'll let you know you're there. But keep the legs active. Keep your rib cage on the front pulling in. Then keep your shoulders where they are. Don't let them move forward. Just let your hips go straight down to land in slumber party pose. Pointing your feet. Separate your hands, shoulder width. But keep your elbows under your shoulders. And then with the hands there, push down and lift up so you're in a slanting cobra. So when you land, be up on your elbows. So come up on the elbows right here. Exactly. Now lift your elbows from there. Mm -hmm. So this is slanting cobra. So it's a little more stretchy in the belly, I would imagine, you're experiencing. But press your toenails flat, kneecaps spinning in toward each other. And then exhale, lower back down, landing the elbows where they left. Then slide the hands back like normal cobra. And then press up to normal cobra, but keep your feet down. Imagine someone standing on your feet on the way up. Shoulder blades closer together. Knuckles rooting to the floor, especially under the index finger knuckle. Then belly in, come to hands and knees. Elbows back down. Interlace your weird way. So your other baby finger is going to touch the floor. Other thumb on the top. Fist near the front of your mat, elbows, shoulder width. All right, tuck your toes, lift up again, down dog number three. Be up on your tiptoes, lifting tall. Use your legs and arms to press your hips up, to draw upward, to get height. And then when you're ready, start your rocking forward and back. Each time doesn't have to get deeper. You might rock deeply the first one. Second one, very small. But you go as far as your limits are available. How, whatever limit you have at this moment, what available strength you have, so that you're not pushing past what you can do. And the next time you rock, forward or back, just bring shoulder above elbow, feet back again, come into the forearm plank. Reaching the heels straight back, drawing your belly in, head dropped so you can really work the abs, tailbone tucking under a little to firm even more the lower abs. Think of your kidneys filling up with your breath, using the abs to strongly pull in. Find the vibration of your abs, of your body. And without your shoulders moving, don't let the shoulders move, just let your hips go straight down for slumber party pose. Point your feet, separate your hands again. Remember, elbows starting under the 
shoulders. Press up to slanting cobra. Keep your heels away from each other, toes looking back. Lean a little into your arms, but lift your belly and chest upward. And then exhaling, bend the elbows back down. Then bend your knees. Slide your hands back, hold the outsides of your feet, spreading your knees wider than your hips. And then just pause here, forehead on the ground, feet as wide as your knees. Then roll your shoulders onto your back, squeezing your shoulder blades in. Then inhaling, lift your chest up, keeping your arms straight. Keep your chest lifted. Then as you exhale, flare open your toes and stretch your legs. Press into your hands to lift the legs. Let the legs stay open, hip width or a little more, but toes consistently staying open. Spread them in a consistent opening. The image I have is those cartoons, they get electrocuted and everything jolts open. Think of your toes like that. The energy reaches out in separate directions. And then exhaling, slowly lower it down. Slowly release your legs out. When your feet land, turn your knees in. Place your hands for normal cobra. And slowly peel up into normal cobra. Shoulders, elbows stay back. Belly in, come up to hands and knees. Downward dog. Now bending your left knee, pigeon lunge, swing your left knee way out to the left, bring your foot and shin up, land it so your knee is wider than your hand, wider than your hip. When you get there, d double check it. See, is the left knee way out to the left, wider than your left hip? Then turn your back knee in. Turn your right hip bone forward, left one backward. So everything is turned forward. And then come forward onto your elbows. Lightly coming down. Interlace your fingers, elbows under shoulders. And hang your head, hang your neck. And press the back leg, the straight leg, like you would for cobra, to give you a little bit of stability and a little bit of squeeze downward. Tuck, tuck your toes under. Lift the knee a little. Now flex this foot. Turn this in a little bit deeper. Uh -huh. Right there. Now point the foot. Does that feel different in your hip? Yeah. Melt your upper back down. Sink so your shoulder blades come closer. Work the front foot so you're flexing it more and more and more so that the foot, as the toes and the ball of the foot curl back towards your shin on the front foot, you're more moving toward the edge, outer edge of the foot, not so much to be on the top, which will create more of a harmony into the hips turning to face forward. And then come back up onto your hands. Tuck the back toes. Lift the back knee, then lift your hips, then slip right out, and then right knee swings out. Land the knee out. Don't bring it between your hands, but swing it out so you land with the shin in place. Flex your right foot. 
Then square your pelvis to the front, turning the back knee in. Then you can scoot back as much as you want before you lower down to your elbows. It may be helpful for some of you to tuck the back toes under, lift that back knee a little bit, and keeping it lifted, roll the knee in and the left hip bone closer down toward the floor, and then keeping that turn, knee can come back down, toes can point backward, so that the pelvis is level across the back. Soft breath, soft face. Pressing into that back leg to give you a little squeeze downward. And then walk back up onto your hands. Tuck the back toes, <clears throat> lift the knee, and the hips, down dog. And then bring your knees to the floor. Cross your shins and sit back, bringing your legs in front of you. All right. How are we feeling? Sweaty, it looks like. The room is feeling nice and steamy, so we're breathing. All right, grab your props, put them at the back edge of your mat so that they're within reach. All right, so take one of your blankets, and most of you have them like this, but so that they're folded, the short sides on top, so it looks like a square shape blanket and then take that square shape and find one of the corners that's the smoothest corner and put the blanket on your mat so that that smooth corner looks straight ahead so the blanket's crooked so find the smooth corner have that corner looking at this front wall directly and then sit on the blanket so that the very bottom of your pelvis the center of the pelvis is right on right above that corner does that make sense? So your sitting bones will be on the blanket. The leg bones will not. They'll be off. Okay. All right, so now bend your knees. Feet are flat. And now we'll go through a couple stages so that if you're more loose, you can get more stretch out of this. So take your um, legs Indian style. Cross your legs so the right leg is not, or the left leg is in front so that your left leg will be out in front of you. Feet are under the opposite knee, so you're not pulling them back under you. But they're forward, and the feet are crossing way over, so that you're really landing your knees. Even if they don't land, they're above the feet. Okay? All right, then place your fingertips beside you on the blanket next to your hips if you can. Draw your low back in as you gently press fingertips. If you put your palms flat, if you try it, you'll notice you're kind of stuck. 
So fingertips, especially the tips of the fingers, so the very light touch actually has more impact on lifting you. Lift the lower ribs up and then start to tip forward into a forward bend. Only as far as you can go without it being too much. So you have to monitor that. You have to find that spot of coming forward that's not too deep. But if you feel nothing, then you can go as far as you want for this first part. When you hit that maximum point, do point your chin at your chest so your neck is moving with the rest of your spine. And then inhaling back up. Now, if this was intense, I mean, if this was stretchy, stay with it. If it's not stretchy, then put your left shin bone on top of the right. So you've stacked the shins like, it's called fire log posts, it's like stacking logs. But when you stack, the foot that's on top is flexed, not twisted like that. And the ankle, I like to hang off the knee. So you're not even, the foot's not touching anything, it's completely off. And the other foot's as much under the knee as you can. It could be a little back, but don't pull it way back. Okay? And then from here, same thing. If you're doing the cross legs, <clears throat> make sure your feet are under the knees. If you're doing fire log, this is how the shins are. And then you start to come forward. Foot that's on top flexes if you're in that pose. Some people call it double pigeon, like pigeon lunge because of the shape, but yeah. So put the left leg on top. It's the same side. That's fine. Yeah. That's it. Huh? Yeah, the shoulder blades here, you, they're going to be a little bit, the chest is going to open some, but the further down you go, it's going to close. But when you go down, think of the, the bottom tips of the shoulder blades, the lower tips, slightly drawing toward each other and a little bit away from your neck. So the forward bends broaden the back body. Obviously, back bends do the opposite. So as you come forward, you want to keep a little bit, you don't want to leak the back body open, but you want to let it broaden softly. slowly come back up and uncross the legs put the right leg in front simple Indian style so it's the very basic version for the Indian style leg Sukhasan but bring your feet under the opposite knee some of you it's not quite there yet so that it's not Indian style like most people did in kindergarten those were different poses actually so slide the feet way out I mean if your knees are popping way up that's probably because there's a tightness there. So really bring the feet under the knees so that your shin bones, if you took your shin bone and put the very middle between the two ends, those two middle points are in the middle between. So everything is in the middle. Right? Then fingertips beside you. Again, lift through the low back and chest. Draw in and up and then start to come forward imagining your tailbone is gliding back on the blanket away from the legs and you take your time going as deep as you feel is appropriate try to balance your weight on left and right sides 
a nice variation of this that I like is when you get far enough down and you feel like even your head's on the floor or where it's not so intense, it's just hold a wrist behind your back and let your arms rest on your low back. And it's just soothing. It's just kind of a yoga mudra pose variation. I just think it's just, it, it's calming. And then slowly come back up. If you're staying with the, if you did the same leg position twice, stay with the Sukhasan legs. Otherwise, stack the right shin bone on top for Agni Stambhasana, the fire log. But if you fire log it, flex the, front, the top foot, moving it off the knee so that your foot can flex, which will mean the knee might pop way up, but fingertips beside you. Draw up, and then again come forward. One side will probably show up as a little tighter than the other. So you may have to be a little more patient, a little more mindful, and proceed with a little more care and compassion than with the looser side. When you make it to your current edge, let your forehead angle to look at the floor. But stay with your breath. very slowly come back up very slowly uncross your legs all right take one of your blankets and open it so it's kind of it's like mine up here and from its longer side roll it up so it makes a little bolster roll and keep the other blanket you were sitting on the same your bolster roll is going to be going underneath on the backs under the backs of the knees and thighs the other blanket under your neck and head, supporting it. So just take your roll blanket across your mat, a little back from the front. Put your other blanket near the back of your mat with a fold edge under the neck and head. Lie on your back. Don't stretch your legs out yet. We're going to do a little twist before we get into Shavasana. Mm -hmm. So once you're lying down, blanket under your neck and head, Bring your feet and knees together. Just have your feet on the floor, knees bent, feet and knees together. Then drop your knees over to the right, all the way to the floor, keeping them together. So you might have to adjust your blanket roll a little. But just drop your knees to the right, but don't do anything with your, the rest of you. Just keep it there. And then once the knees have dropped over all the way, slide the knees on the floor up until the knees are in line with your belly button. When they're there, put your right hand on your top knee and stretch your left arm backward toward the back of the room, but a little out to the left. So there's a diagonal of the arm. And draw your low back in to open your chest. 
but soften your belly. And then let go of the knees, slide them away from the belly button, tip them back up, feet on the floor, and tip them over to the left. When they land, slide them up in line with your belly button, left hand on the knee, right arm stretching diagonally backward. But curve your low back in, opening your chest a bit. And soften your belly, letting it drop into your back. Soften the corners of your eyes. Let loose in your jaw and your tongue. go of the knees, slide them away from the belly, and then bring them back up. And now have the blanket roll so that you can stretch your legs out over the roll, having the roll support the backs of the knees and the low ends of the thighs. And once you're there, spread the legs open so the heels are near the edges of your mat, and so then the legs can rest easily. And then open your arms so they're not touching any part of your sides. And turn your arms so the palms face upward at the ceiling. Adjust the back of your neck to be a little longer. You could even wiggle the shoulder blades more up into your chest to give you some room for the breath. But find a place where you can nestle into the floor and begin to rest. Begin scanning your body, finding those places that are still holding tension, places that are the muscles are still working. And see if you can, with your exhalations, Dissolve that tension. Dissolve that stress or effort. And just feel your breath. Feeling the coolness of the breath on the inhalation and the warmth on the exhalation. Allow your belly to stay soft. 
Allow your belly to feel like it stays falling into your back on both the inhalation and the exhalation. Feeling a sense of emptiness in the belly, spaciousness in the heart. A groundedness, a heaviness in the legs and the pelvis. truly just rest.
relaxed breath in. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And then slide your arms overhead and reach through your arms and out through your legs. And then relax. And then as you exhale, press your lower back against the floor. Keep it there as you bend your knees one at a time. And on an exhalation, roll over onto your right side. And then use your arms to slowly come up to sitting. When you're seated, join your hands together in front of your heart. Bow your head. Namaste.